0: What's up everybody, welcome to the wrestling show, this is the KF podcast, if you just found us on the interwebs, check us out Google us, the KF podcast, will show up on your podcast catcher, we'll show up on your social media We'll show up at your house and do a suplex off the top rope And uh, yeah, we're good Super duperplex, so Um, we're gonna talk about Wrestling, let's do it
1: yeah, we're going to, I guess we'll start, we'll talk about the Rumble, because there was a lot yeah. of fallouts after the Rumble. Of the things.
0: road to WrestleMania
1: has officially begun. Yes, and it's awful. Um, <laughs> and then we'll wrap up with some A-dubs and their big night. Um, so the Rumble itself, we watched it together, not all in the same place, we kind of did an online thing. Uh, same thing happened to us. It happens every uh, past two years now. We invite a new person and they win both damn rumble polls and we lose and they win all the hundred and twenty dollars and we lose out again. Yep. It's
0: so annoying because especially when you're like, oh, man, I'm, a, I'm in the last two. I got some good picks. Uh, sadly, Brock had the worst picks I've ever Brock seen.
1: had the worst in the men's. He had the worst. <laughs> uh, I had the worst was... in the women's, too, I think. Yeah. Well, there were I some turns. Ivory, Molina. So let's go through it. Um the first match of the Rumble was Reigns and Rollins. Um this was good. I thought this was okay. I didn't mind this match. I didn't like the the ending at all. I liked that uh Rollins
2: came out in the shield get up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was good. Like the Smackdown build up to it was good, but like the ending was crap. I I don't know why like they he couldn't just beat him or Yeah. whatever, the but DQ finish. DQ finish and then he like and then in the, they tried to, like, make Roman more evil. Did he just, like, beat the shit out of him? And it was just felt out of place and dumb. I, 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 I don't know. I didn't care for that ending. Because there's really no... They're not doing anything with it. It's just over. Like, Rollins is, like, said on Raw, well, I'll return to SmackDown one day and take that belt. Like, oh, okay. So he beat the shit out of you with a chair. You don't even care. There's yeah. no even... If you're not going to have any, like, fallout from that, why even have it? Yeah. Um... We'll go through the singles matches first. Becky and Dewdrop was just okay. Nothing really stood out for me in that match either. Yeah. Um, And then Lesnar and Lashley, uh, I kind of knew something like that was coming. I thought for sure they were going to put Roman back with, with Heyman, which they did. And I'm glad they put the title on Lashley. I just hope he keeps it to Mania. Like, I I, I don't not. know. He's not, because <laughs> we'll talk about that fallout too. But uh. Yeah too much title flipping around going there leading into mania, you know, big, E was the champion a month ago. Now, Lesnar's the champion. Now, Leslie's the champion. And then he might lose it again. It's, it's when you hear things like that, they didn't know what they were going to do with that title. Two minutes before the, the pay-per-view starts, like yeah. how can you be a billion dollar company and you don't have a fucking plan going into WrestleMania because someone got COVID and ruined one match. Like that shouldn't derail your whole operation. Yeah. You know, like how do you not have a plan? So, um, and then you know the Miz and Maurice and Edge, and that was just a novelty match. So I, I I don't even think I really watched that match. I was in there cleaning up the kitchen. <laughs> um, but yeah. the woman, the women's rumble, it had surprises. It did its thing. I didn't think it was awful. I just hate that Ronda Rousey won it.
0: Yes, agreed. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing, these people can show up and and spike your numbers on a Monday or, you know, uh, like you could have set this up something creative. Like, because you remember back in the day, whenever whoever would win the Royal Rumble would come out, then sometimes someone else would show up and interrupt. Like, how great if someone would have won, like, that wasn't expecting, let's say it's Shotzi. She's like, I don't know who I'm going to pick. And then Ronda Rousey's music hits and she comes out and goes, Oh, I want to face you know, Charlotte Flair. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to take on Becky Lynch. Like, You know what I mean? Which they did that two years ago, two or three years ago when they introduced Rousey.
1: Yeah. Remember, I forget who won. It was maybe Charlotte who won or something. It was Oscar. Oscar the one, yeah. And then, like, Rousey was there, and she was like, you know, she's kind of getting involved. Her and Lesnar do not need to win Royal Rumbles because they get title matches regardless. Yeah. Like, you know, it would have been a perfect time to – Build somebody new like last year when they did Bianca, like everyone was really behind that. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like or when Drew won it, or when new people win it. But she debuts and wins it. And and I and I'm sorry, but her, the way she they're booking her and the way she acts, she is so goddamn annoying.
0: Oh yeah. It's, I mean, she, it's...
1: she went on Twitter and was bitching about the fans again and doesn't like the fans. So now she's like pissy Ronda Rousey. That doesn't yeah. even like the audience. Like, do you get that from her, Brock, the way she acts? Yeah, yeah. I
2: don't, I don't know if it's in
1: character or if that's, I don't know. Yeah, because her on Raw, she's just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Like, I, I, it's not likable, it's not enjoyable. But I guess she probably sells shirts and probably does a good job of spiking numbers, yeah. which she did, because the numbers spiked from, for Raw. And that's all they really care about.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, they they don't care about entertaining us anymore. They we found that out about ten years ago. Yeah. You
0: back, Ken? (laughs) I'm an idiot. What do you do? For whatever reason, I just shut my laptop. (laughs) I just like you just cut the lid.
2: Oh, you're what What a moron!
0: (laughs) Uh, Like I'm done looking at this interwebs. I'll just shut the lid off, and then I can still talk to people. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Uh, No, that's not the case at all. I'm an idiot. So then we had the men's rumble, and
1: um, let's,
2: let's just say before the men's rumble started, as soon as that WWE title match ended, we knew how the men's rumble was going to end.
1: We yeah. did, but for Ken there thought that maybe Vince was going to have a change of heart and not go that route, where I said, oh, Lesnar's Lizard, definitely winning this thing.
0: I was hoping. I was hoping that for whatever reason, you know. They would have a change of heart. Well, because they didn't need it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they could just have. And there were so many different ways you could have done it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Especially now that you're putting him in this title match.
0: Yeah, and why is he in this Elimination Chamber match, and then he's... Well, we'll get to
1: that, but um, let's go through the Rumble, the Rumble first. The thing that really stands out for me in this Rumble is there have been many times where the three of us have talked and said, I hate that there was a bunch of, like, wasted spots, and, like, they're not letting guys on the roster actually be a part of the Rumble. So this year, they actually, they wasted maybe what two spots with bad bunny and Knoxville, but then they, they filled it with people from the roster, yeah. which normally I would be okay with. But a week before you made an announcement that the forbidden door is open. Yeah. Leading everybody to believe that there was going to be surprises. So if you weren't going to do any major surprises, like moose from impact or something like that, then don't say anything. And then, you know what? I would have been completely fine being like, okay, well, they use the roster. We've bitched before that they don't yeah. give guys spots in the roster, and they did it. But you, they find new ways to fuck themselves week in and week out. It <laughs> seems like to me, you know, but, like the forbidden door is open, and then Bad Bunny shows up, and that's it.
0: But Don, the forbidden door was open to the UFC, and they won. They were able to win both. Well, that ruffles. door's been that
1: door's been open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, I can understand that like Lesnar's the kind of wrestler like, and I don't have a problem with Brock Lesnar. I think this is the best version of him we've seen in a long time, and I think he's okay. But there, there should you should have done the angle that he's maybe gonna try and kill the thirtieth entrance to sneak in, and then maybe they have him arrested, or they or Roman takes him out again, or they do something like that way he's pissed and he wants Roman. And, okay, you go with that. I guess you're going to do Roman and Brock for the 80th million time, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But what a moment that you could have had Austin Theory or AJ or somebody win this Rumble and go on to challenge Bobby Lashley. Like, yeah. why? Why Why are you against that? You know, like, Lesnar's going to get a title shot irregardless. And then now he's in the, he's in the elimination chamber to win because he wants both titles so he can have title versus title. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it's exact. Yeah, it's exactly what's going to happen. Screwing
1: everybody else out of their major moment, and Le- and Lashley's a two week champion, and then Lesnar will get that belt. Then it'll be title versus title. And I tell you what, that's exactly what's going to happen with the women's too. Beck, they're going to have a repeat of Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda, and Ronda's going to win both those belts.
0: They're going to unify these belts because they don't have the roster for two shows. So it's going to go back to everyone's on both. Sh- everyone's on both shows. Well,
1: they actually do have roster, but they don't use half the people. I mean, Cesaro and Balor weren't even in this Rumble. Mm-hmm. They weren't even on the show. But yeah. Mad Cat Moss
2: was in there eliminating AJ Styles clean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But Mad Cat Moss gets plate Gets gets time. You know why are the Raw tag team champions in this and not defending their belts on on the Rumble instead?
0: No don't know. Where's the, where was the SmackDown tag team champs?
1: They had the night off. They didn't they even, were they weren't even, ringside. they weren't even in the rumble. They didn't even defend their belts. It's ridiculous. So I don't know. It's probably just going to be a unification party with Lesnar and Rousey winning all the belts. Cause Vince has hard ons for it. And it's awful. It just ruins WrestleMania and mm-hmm. the whole lore of WrestleMania altogether. And the elimination chambers in Jeddah, which makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. So you knew right away Kevin Owens on raw when he's in a qualifying match isn't winning because he doesn't go, he doesn't go to Saudi Arabia. So, you know, you have him in a qualifying match. I'm like, Oh, Austin theory is totally winning this match. It's not a shock because everyone Mm -hmm. knows that he doesn't go there. It's just bad. It's just such shit. And then after all of it, you hear that Shane McMahon heavily was involved with the booking of the rumble. And wanted Rollins in it and wanted wants to fight Rollins at Mania and wants like a program and then he gets fired. They <laughs> fired their own they fired a McMahon, which is unbelievable to me.
0: Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. And I'd be upset if I were like if I was him, like if firing's one thing, like, you know, whatever they want to say it, but like, you know, that's that's your family business. What is Yeah, it? yeah. They're claiming it's not fine. They're saying he was relieved of his
1: of those duties. You know, well, you hired him back so he could work the Rumble, and he yeah. and he, he was booking matches in there, and then he enters himself in it. And for some reason, Shane now has to have a Mania match every year. Remember mm-hmm. last year he fought Braun Strowman in that horrible uh, shit storyline where he was just bullying Braun Strowman, yeah, who's Dump like
0: some a, on him.
1: Yeah, you know, it's like a five hundred pound giant and Shane McMahon. Fifty-two year old McMahon is, is bullying him. You know, everything Shane's done since he's returned has been horrible.
0: The Underground Fight Club during the pandemic, that was awful. Uh Raw Underground was the best thing that happened on Raw. Yep. So I, I, I
1: just it's just, the hurt business,
0: uh, shut it down. Yep.
1: It's just such a shit ending. It, it, it's so bad. It all ended horribly. Raw all did was just set up more shit that you know they're going to waste. Apparently, there was a story going around that Riddle was supposed to win it, and at the last moment, uh, Lesnar said, "I refuse to have him throw me out because he hates Riddle." So they just changed it to Lesnar winning it.
0: Not surprised. It's ridiculous. It's it's just giving you know two guys you know, a handful of people that aren't there all the time is pretty much all free reign instead of actually building up storylines to actually draw viewership.
1: Yeah. And again, I don't mind Brock. Brock's been around since SummerSlam and he's been there way more than he's ever been. And he has an interesting character and he's a money attraction. Anybody that had him on their on even if AEW had Lesnar, he would be on they'd be doing stuff with him because he's an attraction. He draws money. But he doesn't need to be fighting the same people over and over and over again. Like him versus Lashley wasn't bad. Do it again for Mania and, and something else. Do you know, do a, a hell in a cell between them or something like that. Keep him away from Roman. Let someone else fight Roman. But like mm-hmm. Vince, when he has his two favorite toys out, just only wants to play with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar's an attraction for WrestleMania. It doesn't need to be involved in all your title stuff.
0: You know, back in the day, you could pull off a storyline where it was, you know, Lesnar and, and Roman Reigns and not have to have the belts tied up into it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was big enough it didn't need it. You
1: yeah, know? it's a big enough match that you don't need it. And there's rivalry there now. There's all that stuff, you know.
0: But they tie everything up with it. That, so, you know. Yeah, now they're going to tie
1: both belts into it, which makes it even worse. Yeah. All right, let's move on to WWE. I didn't really have anything for NXT. Did you, Brock?
2: No, I watched it, but it was just, you know, same crap.
1: I told this to Brock the other day, Ken. Like, NXT has such stupid shit on it for two hours, but then they always have, like, a banger main event that, like, the characters are stupid and what they're fighting for, but the wrestling is just, like, top-notch. There's no mistakes in it. You know, like, they had Breaker and Champa fight, Delgado and like it was really good like all the spots are really good and Breaker looks great in the ring but you're just like why are they teamed up and like the story Mm -hmm. makes no sense and like the rest of the show is just nonsense going on but like if you want to watch a good just put it on mute that way you don't have to listen to (laughs) the stupid shit and and, uh, wrestling talent wise it's always really good everybody
2: has a stupid gimmick now though oh everyone
1: has a dumb 80s gimmick or something it's Bad.
0: I was reading about the girl that sleeps everywhere and stole yeah. stole someone's credit card and ran up a bunch of charges on it, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Who did that? Wendy Wendy Woo. Oh.
2: Wendy Chu, maybe? Okay. Yeah, she's she has a sleeping gimmick now.
1: Yeah, she's a sleeper now. Daddy gimmicks. I mean, mm. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid, some of the shit they do in there. But they do have talent that can work when they let them just work, you know. I think the ratings indicate how interested
2: people are in these gimmicks.
1: Well, the ratings went up for them this week, which shocked me. Because they were going down in the toilet, but they went up a little bit. They're back up to 620 from from 590. I mean, it's not a huge increase, but I thought for sure they were going to go even lower. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Smackdown was the same rating wise, and like you said, Raw's their ratings boost one point seven to one point eight. Um, let's go over to AEW then. Anybody watch Rampage?
0: No. I tried. Oh, no, in it. Rampage. Did I watch Rampage? I might have.
1: The only thing that I thought was good on there was Jurassic Express and Private Party was pretty decent. Alright, I didn't watch this. Private party's good. They just don't really get a lot of matches. You know, they don't they get YouTube shows, but they don't really get a lot of mm-hmm. time. No Hook this week. So the hook show. I didn't watch it. So um, <coughs> Rampage's ratings were uh, again, they're improving, too. They're up past the 600s now. They were 601. They were in the toilet at like 403. Mm-hmm. But when they've been doing some of these bigger shows, like I, I, I still think Hook increases their ratings on that show. <laughs> he does. It's the Hook show. So um, we'll go to Dynamite. And um, so so this is this is hilarious, too. So, I mean, they announce on Monday <laughs> that Brian Kendrick is signed with AEW and he's going to fight Moxley to open Dynamite because Kendrick was just supposed to be. I guess he was asking to be more involved on NXT's program and he was supposed to be on one week and then he wasn't on. And then I guess his con—I don't remember him being fired or let go, so I guess his contract just expired.
0: He was a—he apparently he was producing stuff for the main roster too, yeah, and NXT. Like he was a producer most of the time, but he wanted to wrestle again still, but yeah.
1: So he's supposed to be on, and then yesterday, I don't know, someone—I don't know if somebody went back in his Twitter and went back. 14 fucking years and found it, but someone went all the way back to 2008 and found videos of him doing conspiracy videos, which some people are now saying may have been done for TNA when he was doing like a conspiracy theory type person. I don't know if they're true or not, but did you see the stuff he was saying back in 2008?
0: Well, I saw the Holocaust stuff he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, and the, the Sandy Holocaust
1: Hook stuff. Yeah, Sandy Hook stuff, Holocaust wasn't as bad as when the Russians killed uh, Catholics 000, and, yeah. and all this other stuff. Like, Do you rem- guys remember him doing an angle like that in TNA? No.
0: No, but I've heard what? him on podcasts, and he's very much a conspiracy theory guy. Yeah,
1: he's, he's big
2: into that Mandela effect stuff. Yeah. Okay. He thinks I don't know. an ultimate
1: reality. So who do you think went and found this? Do you think somebody it's, was so chapped at... Uh, Is it Paul London? Somebody, somebody had Brian Kendrick rubbed somebody the wrong way though. as soon as they announced he's on AEW, they went and Twitter scrolled him for 14 years and found uh, found something bad from 2008, which uh, that takes dedication and time to find that out. I just don't know who hates you like that to go find that, you know.
0: I, yeah. I I don't know either, and if someone I don't know CM Punk doesn't like him or whoever doesn't MJF I blame him, but uh, yeah, so
1: so Tony Khan announced that we have no place on our roster for somebody who's you know anti-Semitic and and all that other stuff, and they like dumped him. I don't know if they officially fired him or they're like looking into it more to see what. I don't think do. he was
2: ever signed. I think he was just doing a. He was supposed to work into the angle with Brian Danielson, yeah. Because they broke in together, they're, you know, yeah. They both went to that Shawn Michaels school,
0: and I think it was just the fact that he was fired from WWE twenty four, or you know, worked for WWE twenty four hours. Before yeah, it, it? he's Rick Rude. Yeah, yeah, he's Rick Rude in it.
1: So he was out, and of everyone on their roster, they thought they could get to replace. To fight John Moxley to start the show. For some reason, they went with Wheeler Yuta, which th- that makes no sense to me.
0: I think Wheeler Yuta is good. Like, I think Wheeler Yuta is. Just had, boring. That, was in,
2: that was intentional. Why do you think it was intentional? So they could name drop him and they sent him out with the two goofiest people on the roster Dan mm-hmm. Housen and, <laughs>
1: and Orange Cat. It, are now part of the Pudding Gang. He's part of the Pudding Gang. <laughs> Do you know that that's what Jim Cornette calls the best friends is the Pudding Gang? <laughs> no, why is he
0: called the Pudding Gang?
1: I don't know. I don't know where he got it from, but it's like, yeah, they all have nicknames, Pockets, and we- Wheeler Yuta or whatever he calls them, but he calls them the fucking Pudding Gang. And so, yeah, they all came out, and I, I don't know. I- I'm not a big Wheeler. Wheeler Yuda, It does nothing to impress me. I mean, he's just
2: very plain. I thought he pulled a good match out of John
1: Moxley.
0: I thought so too. And
1: uh, and then it ended with Brian Danielson coming out and proposing this alliance to him. I don't want to see these two fight. I hope Moxley sides with him. I, I think this yeah. is the best thing for Moxley is to have a mouthpiece like Danielson handle most of the talking and and let them be heels. I, I like his idea about, like, let's get some of these guys that are good and put them with us and show them how to be stars. This is a great angle. Like, don't mm-hmm. fuck this up just to have Moxley turn. Go, ah, hey, and then they're going to feud. I, I could have seen them feud any time in the WWE when we want to. Yeah. I'm, I'm over it.
2: Yeah, because the names they dropped were 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 guys that would fit so well. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, I would he love was to was see good. them
1: take Danny Garcia off Goofy 2.0 and and, and have him with them and Lee you know, Moriarty. Yeah, Lee Moriarty. It, it, I I Miller thought it was great. Yeah. Well. No. <laughs>
2: that was the other name they mentioned. What about Wardlow going with them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I hope they go with it, but this totally feels like a mocks thing that next week he's gonna. I need your answer and he's going to DDT them. Then we're going to have to watch him fight. which whatever, but make that happen. Like Uh make that happen. I'd be into that. Yeah, me too. Moxley's faces are so fucking annoying. Yeah, I can't stand them. The whole entire time Danos is talking, he's like goofy staring into the camera and all like, he is so goofy. Good for him, he looks great. He looks just the best I've seen John Moxley look. Yes, looks
2: and hair back.
1: yeah, <laughs> he looks healthy. He looks in shape, so good for him. I'm glad he's healthy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Next, really we good. had the Knights of the Black Throne come out, and then blind ass Hawk uh, <laughs> um, was being helped to the ring. In one of the goofiest fucking things I've ever seen, just to show everybody that, gotcha, I'm not really blind. What was <laughs> the point of that?
2: I blind so no Penta instead,
1: yeah, he was gonna be a blind ninja dodging everybody, but then he was like, <sighs> "Fold you, I can see. I don't know what the fuck happened there, but um, I was glad they lost. I didn't want to see them beat uh, Malachi and those guys yet, you know, they won they he did the spitting in the eyes, and everyone's blind and and then there you go. Um, next, we were treated to a great segment where Brandy Rhodes came out and was getting fucking booed out of the building and then tried to be snarky with the crowd and like joke with them. And they were telling her to shut the fuck up live on TNT. Like, if you can't get the point that no one wants you in that ring, whether you're a heel or... Or or a face. No one wants to see you in that ring. Like, that crowd mm-hmm. had wanted nothing to do with her. Yep. Didn't you think it was embarrassing, Brock? Like, she kept yeah. trying to power through it. Like, it, mm-hmm. Like what are you doing giving this girl time? And then Dan Lambert came out and was saying all these things. He's like, you actually make me feel
2: like a halfway decent human being. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then he was laying into her, and it was. Uh, and then Paige Van Zandt comes out to beat her up. Which I like Paige Van Zandt, but um, you didn't see any of this yet, I imagine, right, Ken?
0: I actually, this is the last couple things I was on watching. Yeah. Before,
1: yeah. What I, did you?
0: I don't know why you try to pull this off in Chicago, which is a smart mark town. Yeah. So you, you need to run the, if you're going to do this, you got to think about where you're doing it at. There, yeah. She's not going to get booed out of the building if they do it in eye or some, like, you know, other, you know, regular wrestling town. But, People don't I mean, like Brandi Rhodes, though. I mean, yeah. like,
1: it's just, you you know, go do whatever you're going to do to help the other girls out well, to get the other girls over. No one wants you in the ring. Like, it's just. Everything Dan Lambert said
2: about her was true. Like, the fake ghetto accent that she puts on and stuff whenever she wants to
1: act tough. And Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and like when he said, no one cares if you're heel turning or not. No one gives a shit, you know, (laughs) because no one does. Yeah, it's true. What do we have next? And then we had Ruby Soho and Nyla Rose. And I kind of fast forward through most of this after Ruby Soho. I, I, I glad she didn't have an issue with her jacket like she did the week before where she couldn't get out of her fucking coat. Remember that? Yeah. They had the lead singer of uh, her song there. And I thought that was really awkward. Did you see that, Brock? No. So what's that group that sings her song?
0: Ransom. It was Lars Fredrickson. It wasn't the lead singer. It was a guitarist.
1: She like came over to him and like backed into him and he put his hand right on her chest and like pulled her in and like, like kissed her neck. I was like. Are they fucking her or something? Like, yeah. what, this is really strange. It was just strange. <laughs> and then he's all happy. Then he took her jacket off for her. And then she lost and got beat up.
0: <laughs> and then she lost.
1: And that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then can't wait for next week because Chris Jericho is calling for an inner circle team meeting.
2: It'll take yeah.
1: a half hour to 45 minutes of the show. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna have that, which we can't wait for that. Um, be awful. Uh, in the back, you had some really awkward segment with with Matt Hardy and Andrade and and whatever's going on there. But one of his he was guys was disappointed from, with Private Party for not winning the tag titles. And he oh, he's gonna send one of the Private Party members to fight Sammy on Friday. Yeah, Isaiah Cassidy, mm-hmm. and it and it made Mark Quinn very upset. He was. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, you know. Jeff Hardy's just waiting for Matt Hardy to show up there so that uh they can split away and mm-hmm. fight private party and Andrade and stuff. Andrade is awful.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: It's an awful character. It- it's just awful. Everything about it is awful. His outfit, his stupid Butler, uh, him talking in general, like hey, they need to repackage that dude and come. They should just put him in the House of Black, like they're originally going to do with with Alistair and have him just wear his black, you know, mask ma- uh, outfit because it's awful. Yep. I don't know. Um, next we had Hangman out. <laughs> this is dumb too. This is really dumb. <laughs> I don't understand why. Um, what's his name? Who's the guy he's fighting?
2: Lance Archer. Why yeah.
1: Lance Archer needs so many mouthpieces with him <laughs> when he can talk fine himself? Yeah. So Hangman comes out and says, "Oh, yeah. you know, we're having a death match next week. Let's not wait to death match. Let's let's do it now in Chicago, cowboy shit." And then. Dan Lambert's out again, which everyone was so annoyed by. He talks for maybe, what, Brock, a minute before Goofy Jake the Snake just starts rambling about nonsense. (laughs) I mean, did you even know what the hell he was talking about? (laughs) And then... Uh, Lance Archer comes out, and cuts both of them off, and goes, "Fuck it, let's just fight." And then they just start fighting. And then JR's reminding everybody, "This isn't the match, though. It's going to be next week." I'm like, "Well, they're both in street clothes, so I didn't think this was for the world title right now." Jr. like, it's just so awkward. And then he got on the microphone and said, "I still don't." I watched it back. I still don't know what the hell he said. <laughs> he just repeated like a line of gibberish. Yep. The whole thing is awful. Yep. And next week, Hangman will beat him in a Texas death match, and then that's it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then, at this time, it was like a quarter after nine, and we started the main event, and I was like, oh my god, this main event is going to be 45 minutes long. Uh Uh-huh. And what did you think about this, Brock? MJF beat him twice. (laughs) I, I. I, I I didn't like this at all. This match, at all. I mean, Ken, I don't know if you saw what happened here, but MJF takes off one of his wristbands and then sticks it around Punk's neck and starts choking him with it, but hiding his arm so you couldn't see. So he was, it looked like he had him in like a rear naked choke, right, Brock? Mm hmm. But he had, he really had a wristband in there, a piece of string, and he's, uh, and then the crowd is yelling that there's a string. And then the idiot referee is just going, what? What? Like, so confused. What? What? And then Punk passes out, and MJF wins. They play MJF's music. He stands up, and he goes to put the the string from his wristband in his pants, misses, and it falls on the floor. Did I get that right, Ron? Pretty much. <laughs> and then the referee acts like... He just dropped kryptonite or, or a knife. He was like, what? What? A string? Like, it's a string from his wristband. Like, And then he flips out and cancels the match and is like, we're restarting the match. He cheated. I'm like, how does he even know what he was doing with that string? Like, yeah. it's a piece of string. It's, it's, it's tape. And he was like, I mean, he acted like he found a knife on him. And he was like, oh, my God, I found a knife on him. going on and on. So now you're like, well, I guess CM Punk's going to win because they restart the match. And then they just got to the end and, and MJF cheated again and Wardlow handed him the ring. And when the ref was distracted, he hit him with the ring. And then the ref's staring at MJF like what he has and he has to secretly give the ring back to Wardlow. <laughs> and he's like suspicious of it. And, and I, I I mean, first of all, why does it need to be 45 minutes long?
2: I don't know. Because they didn't have Brian Kendrick.
1: You could have done all this, and you could have done all this in twenty minutes, and you didn't need two, like cheating finishes. Like mm-hmm. I, I, didn't like the way this is booked at all. What did you think about it?
2: I, I think it's the only way you can have CM Punk lose right now is to have him cheated. But I don't know why you had to do it twice. Yeah, I'm fine
1: with the ring part. Like the ring part was fine because it it builds the Wardlow story that he begrudgingly kind of didn't want to do it. You know, and then he gave it to him. Then afterwards, he's shaking his head like, whatever, I helped you win. It builds the Wardlow story. The ending is fine. I didn't know why it needed to be 45 minutes and why you had to fake do it twice. Like, yeah, it it, and then the referee is so stupid, the way they make that guy act like freaking out that like he saw a piece of your tape from your wristband fall on the floor. It's like he found a bat. Meanwhile, outside the ring, they were hitting each other with like like punk hit him with like a a beer bottle at one point and there's all these like use of foreign objects outside the table and all this shit but like oh my god I found a string on you I found some tape
2: <laughs>
1: yep yeah I don't, I don't know I mean the crowd to me didn't even seem like they were into it either and they were in Chicago
2: well they were booing pretty bad at the end
1: at the end they started a this is awesome chant which makes me believe that someone started that like started pumping it through somewhere because out of nowhere they just started chanting and I'm like you've been quiet for like 25 minutes <laughs> and then that was really it no Adam Cole was on mm-hmm. or anything like that Whew. I don't know it was it was an odd episode Adam Cole was on he had a backstage segment yeah he did he's mad is he fighting now um... he's, he's gonna start his rise to the top and his first challenger is evil who <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm starting my new era. I'm done with Orange Cassidy and to start I'm beating Evil Uno. I'm like, well everyone beats Evil Uno. So I don't know how that's a really good Daniel Bryan just killed him like a month ago, so there that's a good place to start there, Adam Cole, on Rampage. But hooks on, no one will care. Yeah.
0: Poor Evil Uno.
1: Um and this CM Punk main event. It didn't keep the ratings going, which I was surprised. In Chicago, Punk vs. MJF announces the title would dip back down to 950. I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. I yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't get that. I thought for sure CM Punk in the main event in Chicago finally fighting MJF. I was looking for 1.5 million. Yeah. I definitely thought this number like they were 1.1 highest they've had in a, in a long while. I was like, this is going to be 1.5 for sure. Like, for sure, this, this is going to be up there with, like, the raw number. Like, it has to be. You know, they're not in Cleveland. or in a big town. They've been advertising this match. And for it to dip under there, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know who's picking to choose what they're watching. Like, there was nothing really against it last night. You know, like, it, it makes no sense. they are watching the know. weather. I guess. I don't, I don't know. They were out buying fucking salt and milk and everything. Maybe. You know. Who the hell knows? I don't know. But it's the number surprised me a lot. Yeah. Hopefully
2: they bounce back, but, uh, it wasn't a very good episode. I mean,
1: to get to the main event, you had to sit through a lot of crap. Yeah. I don't, it should be so easy to like, watch what the other company does and just don't do it. Don't do dumb (laughs) things. Like you have so many good people you, you can put on there. Like, I, I don't know why, you, like, they, I don't know. We talk about this every week. I st- mm. But they're doing it again next week. Jericho will get a half hour, and mm-hmm. Sting will be back for a half hour. Like, you know, like, can you stop it? Like, yeah. I don't know. You have a real opportunity with that Moxley-Danielson thing, I think, to do something cool. I hope
2: they go with that.
1: Yeah, I think th- th- that's that's a winner for you. Those are people that will draw, like, Go in that direction, you know. Put a stable together led by those guys. I'd be into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who eventually start feuding with maybe the House of Black and all that stuff. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's money. That's money. Where is Red Dragon at? Like, why don't they have a match on any of the, these shows? You brought Kyle O'Reilly and you got Red... Unless one of them's hurt. Did you hear anything that O'Reilly or any of them are out or hurt? You I'm know? wondering
0: if... I'm wondering if uh, Travelers Travel Issues with some of these
2: guys. There could have been last night with the weather.
0: In Chicago. Because it was yeah. really
2: bad there. Like, they're getting what we're getting now last night.
0: Yeah. Well, Paige Van Zant
1: flew from California there. I watched her on TikTok do it. And she landed. It was all snowy. You know, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you haven't, you haven't, since they got there, you haven't seen them tag as a team Red Dragon. And, like, I think no, that's,
0: that's not I, true. They've tagged. They've tagged a couple times, I think.
1: They've tagged with Adam Cole. I've never seen him tag just in a, in a, to them in a match, unless I'm wrong. I don't know unless it happened on one of the YouTube
0: shows. Might have been on the YouTube show, but I thought they t- they tagged together.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'd much rather see a, them in a tag team than a ten minute Brandy Rose Dan Lambert argument. You know, like mm-hmm. give me good stuff. No. No. So we'll see. See what happened next week. I'm sure Punk will get his win back at some point.
0: No, never.
1: <laughs> He'll win an MJF's hometown.
0: He already had that chance. It was what? New Jersey or something.
1: Long Island.
0: Long Island. But. There you go. Alrighty. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, and tell your friends, and have a great evening. Later.
1: Later.